0: Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast in a monologue with me, Olivia Neal. How are we all? Miss you. Uh, I have so much to update you on today. I'm actually recording from a different place. I'm recording from Spotify Studios. Kind of crazy. I'm like sat at a full conference table. There's one, two, like seven chairs around me and I'm at a circle table and the room is just completely empty. It's just me sitting here and I feel like I'm having like like, a, an important conference. I'm going to, like, picture you all sitting in these seats so it feels like we're having a conversation, but, like, no, I'm looking at it. It's kind of daunting. But I hope that, like, it's, like, still the same vibe, like, this podcast today. I don't want to, like, change, change the energy that I'm actually not on my sofa today. It's kind of crazy.
1: Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear.
0: Hey, I feel like I haven't spoken to you guys in so long. I say this every time, but like going a week without speaking to you guys just really like fucks me up because I'm just so used to like relaying everything that's happened in the past week. It's like a form of like a diary. I feel like this podcast. But anyway, before I get stuck into telling you about the kind of crazy events in my life for the past few weeks, like my life is on one at the minute. And I just, I need to tell you all about it. I have so much like brewing in my mind. Like I was driving on the way here. Like I, I remember I told you before, I always like practice what I'm going to say. It's not even like I'm practicing because I don't want you to think this is like a scripted thing, what we have going on here. It's literally a conversation between me and you. But like, I have so much to say. say. I need to say it like out loud before I say it. And oh that's what my mind's Oh my God, what's already happening? My words get jumbled because there's just so many things that took tip my tongue to say. Before we get into it, I'm actually in a different location today. I have come to the Spotify studio, so obviously this is like a Spotify podcast, you're probably listening to this on Spotify, I mean you have to be listening to this on Spotify, otherwise that's illegal, but um, I've come into the studio to record, because usually I record it from my sofa, and I absolutely love doing that, I feel like it's very chilled, relaxed, it feels quite intimate between me and you, Like I've literally got like a blanket over my head, but actually my mum's in London at the minute, um, she came yesterday, she's here for like work and stuff, classic drug dealing things. I love calling her a drug dealer. She hates it so much. So just to clarify, she's not a drug dealer. She's a pharmaceutical rep. But like technically, that is a drug dealer. She's here for like training. So she just came a day early and she stayed with me. Went out for dinner last night. Lovely. Went to this little Mexican in Notting Hill Taqueria. You know what? Not even. I don't know why I told you that because I don't recommend it. I'm 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 always giving you good recommendations and I don't want you to go there. You know what? If you eat um fish and meat and stuff, it would probably be nice. But like, I'm sorry. It was like eleven pounds for two tiny tacos um, no, I think it was even more. worth it was like 14 pounds for two tiny tacos I've been really like looking so basically I've told you before I'm buying a house in London I'm in the process of it so I'm kind of budgeting not even like shut up I've definitely not Like I've literally been on holiday for like the past two weeks actually that's not even true like, it was like work holidays but um I've been like noticing the prices a little bit more whenever I go out for food and stuff and I'm not buying anything ludicrously expensive. I've just been noticing the prices and like eating in Notting Hill is fucking ridiculous. Like don't do it. You can get a taco 20 minutes away for half the price. Anyway, I went to the next time with my mom. It was lovely. We came home, watched Love Island. That's something I want to talk to you about as well on this podcast because I've never actually really watched Love Island before. I was definitely one of those girls who was a bit like, oh, Love Island's not for me. Like I'm too busy with life." Like, pick me love me um i didn't watch it and i loved to boast about it but uh, i've I've been watching it this year and i'm fucking loving it Um, me and my mom watched it last night we also watched a full series we were on one and we were just sitting on the sofa we're like should we just like watch a full series right now i mean watch a full series drama series channel five one amazing i'll tell you all about it sorry I, I just got so much to tell you but because of that she is in my house this morning and i just thought you know what i don't want to kick her out because these podcasts are only like what 30 minutes long, but they take a while to record because I just love to chitter chatter and we need to cut it down. So I didn't want to kick my mom into the house for about an hour. Like, I don't know what she would do. So I come to the Spotify studios today and it was a full experience. Well, driving here in, in itself was an experience. I basically got to these lights. I was like driving through Central. Central is a weird place to drive. I mean, we spend most of the time stationary in like Central London because there's just so many lights, so many like one way streets, so many road works. I was sitting at these lights and, um, I made eye contact with this guy who was like waiting for the light to turn I think across um, there was eye contact there and he just vomits everywhere I was like okay this is interesting that might just be like a little splutter no it was projectile it was going like five times by the time the light turned for me to like leave I literally accelerate I've never accelerated horror in my life like the speed limit is 20 oh my god I didn't even tell you I got fined for speeding for the first time in my life which is like as I fucking should because i do speed a little bit excessively (laughs) not excessively you know what it is i have like i've i've gone fast before because i've got quite a fast car it's quite a sporty car it's also electric so it goes like like it doesn't need to change gears it just goes so quickly so fast it's like zero to 60 in like three seconds or something so like it's kind of hard not to go fast on motorways and stuff but i I, i've gone i've gone uh, not not to brag (laughs) it's not bragging it's actually really fucking stupid you shouldn't do that but i've gone pretty fast before I got done for going thirty six and a thirty. I've got like six points on my license for going thirty six and a thirty. How fucking lame is that? Like, could you not have done me for like going? I don't know. Fact, I'm not even going to tell you because I will. The police will show up in my house. But like, you could have done me for something way cooler than that. Than going. And you know what it was? It was in Coventry. Remember, I went to Coventry to see Harry I Styles. I got fined for going thirty six and a thirty in Coventry. Like, can you name me a more lame way to get fined? Probably not. So that was my way here. I saw. um someone projectile vomiting on a monday morning kind of vibes i mean we've all been there i have definitely been there on a monday morning actually no i haven't who goes out on a sunday that is fucked but anyway i'm in spotify studios now i'm having a great time i'm like sat in this like it is kind of like different because i'm so used to like being so chill and i actually had to put on like jeans today i had to put my hair up i'm, I'm not wearing my usual like hoodie and sweats and like swelling under my blanket i'm actually in like a conference room I might actually like post a few videos on like TikTok or something. So you might be able to see the kind of setup we've got going on here. But it's just very formal. But I'm actually kind of enjoying it. I feel like I'm about to like drop a mix-up or something. Because I've got like so many mics pointing my way. Does it sound better? I hope it sounds better. Anyway, let me fill you in a bit on what's been going on. I went to Glastonbury, I think the last time I spoke to you was before I went to Glastonbury and I told you I would give you a full fucking rundown because I have never went to festivals growing up, like in Northern Ireland we don't really have any festivals, in fact we don't have any festivals, I think Ireland may have a couple but Northern Ireland doesn't, like my mum was not letting me fly over to England to spend a weekend in a tent, like she would not fucking allow that to happen, but yeah I never like grew up going to festivals so I never really had that much of an interest in it. But for some reason, any time I spoke to people in England about, like, me, they're like, oh, it's it's magical. It's the best place in the world. Like, you're literally going to, like, be obsessed with it. And I was like, you know what, dot it, because I'm not a camper. I'm not, a ca- I'm not the gal who's going and staying in a tent. well, you know, that's a lie. One time, if you actually watch my YouTube, you remember that I put up a tent in my back garden. And even that, I lasted till like 2am. I was like, fuck this. I think I even lied on my YouTube video. I think I said in my YouTube video that I stayed there all night. Did not. I lied. I went inside at 2am, went back to my bed. I'm just not a camper. I, I don't, you know, I wish I was. Okay. I love one of my friends, Mia, her and her family go camping like in Cornwall and they swim in the sea and they... Or one with nature. They have barbecues. And they just, like, that is, like, such nice energy and such a nice family thing to do. Like, they bring their dogs. It just looks amazing. And I want to be that girl, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm a hotel kind of girl. I love a hotel. You know I love a hotel. I love the spa. I love the big bed with, like, 1,000 pillows on it. That's just a thought. I didn't know why I said 1,000. I love the white dressing gowns. Like, that is, that's my thing, okay? It's not as cool as camping, but it's just my thing. And I'm, I'm not even going to lie about it. Anyway. So people were telling me I was going to love it so much. and It was like magical. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, no, it's not S- like sleeping in a tent and shitting on top of like a thousand other people's shit is not magical. Like what about it? That is magical. But anyway, I went trying to remain open-minded. I've previously went to Park Life in Manchester. That was the only other festival I'd been to. When I say festival, I'm doing that like, thing with my fingers right now you know like the quotation marks I only figured out recently that that was quotation marks you know when you do you know what I'm doing right now I'm like I, I'm trying to do it to the mic as if you can fucking see but you can't see what is it that's speech marks because it looks a bit like a speech mark when your fingers like curled over anyway sorry that's the only festival I've been to but it wasn't actual festival like it's a day festival it's like I was there for about four hours and then left again Park life was fucking horrible you know what I don't even think I spoke about it in my podcast because I was a bit, still a bit traumatized from it I did not like it one bit. I think they oversold it because when you're like trying to like walk around pork life, I would get it if the main stage was about to start and like the like the headliner was about to come on and everyone was rushing to that stage it wasn't even like that like there was nothing on it was just people like there was just too many people there that you were like in a crowd like you know like one of those like sardine crowds where you literally can't move like you have like people are barging into you everywhere like you have to take tiny little steps because everyone's like coming from all directions like it was like that the entire time and like it was kind of well obviously it was like in Manchester it's a bit northern and it, it was giving what I thought an English festival would give. You know what? Like, there was people absolutely, like, fucked off their faces, which I love. Like, you're at a festival. Like, what else are you going to do at a festival, I guess? But it was just, like... There was, like, a lot of people, like, needing medical help. <laughs> like, it was just intense. Like, to get a drink, you had to line up for, like, fucking 40 minutes, and then the drink would wear off, and you'd be sober, and you'd be doing that sardine crowd again. You'd be seeing someone, like, literally keeled over in a corner all their friends being like help help like it was just a lot and some people might thrive in that situation but I'm not the kind of person that thrives in that like environment at all so I went for one day of park life and I was like I'm never going to an English festival again obviously I went to Glastonbury um I mean I'm really really blessed and grateful that I actually got a ticket to Glastonbury because I didn't even realize like they're really hard to get tickets to and like I I was a little like stupid privileged bitch I was like I don't even even know if I want to go but whereas like people are like like they're expensive tickets and like people like like it's like their lifelong dream to go to Glastonbury but you know what I kind of made up for it because now oh, I've got such an appreciation for it so I go to Glastonbury open-minded not had the best festival experiences previously I've never camped before it's my first time camping first of all I did it in like a fucking really bougie way so We basically like went with like this like management thing. So I didn't even actually have to pay for my ticket, which is like really, really lucky. Can't complain at all. And we were in like a TP one of those like kind of like taller tents and there was like 10 of us in it i mean there should have been like four people in it but like you're like fuck it i mean like so many of us slept in there and it did get so gross everyone was just like leaving like their rotten food in it and stuff but like it was it was i think it was nicer than having my own tent the only good thing about having your own tent is like it's just you in it or like you and a friend whereas like this was like 10 people's stuff everywhere food everywhere like drinks spilled all over the floor like everyone was praying on our tent because it was like tall like you could stand up in it so like that was really good but it was also beside like a drum and bass stage so every morning well like yeah like at 12 like midday this like drum and bass would start and like I'm not a drum and bass guy, like we don't really have drum and bass in Northern Ireland. It's very much like an English thing. I mean, we've got like house and like techno and stuff, but we don't have drum and bass, like like the heavy, like raving music. So I'm just like, not used to it whatsoever. Like I've never ever liked it. I think it's a literal fucking headache. Like I don't understand how people listen to it. Each to their own though. I'm sure some people listen to my music and they're like, fuck this. So we get to the um we get to the festival and it's fucking huge. I, people told me oh it's the size of Bristol and I was like shut up like I know you're all lying they weren't lying I don't know why I thought everyone would be lying to me that'd be so weird but <laughs> it was huge like wait I try, I'm gonna try to get this right was there 200,000 people there it was crazy but anyway we got there me I went with Lewis and then a few other friends as well there were yeah there was like 10 of us in, in total and we walked on it like, literally took us, like, 40 minutes to get to our tent. Like, it was, like, such a long walk. I just, it actually is massive. The people are not lying. Like, it takes 40 minutes to get from the entrance to your tent. And then, like, it can take you, like, 40 minutes to get to another stage. Like, it's a lot of walking, which I'm not used to. Like, okay, I'm a bit embarrassed about it, but sometimes my steps is literally, like, 600 steps. And I see people posting all the time being, like, just, like, did my 10K steps. Like, oh, my God, did 20,000 steps. So, and I don't like it do you like I, I actually don't like it. I don't like when people post so much of steps they do mind you I am that kind of bitch that's like guess what like we just did 30,000 steps but that's only at Glastonbury like I would only ever say that if it was like crazy and we were all doing the same like I would never like post on my story you know I don't know maybe that's a me thing maybe like I get really pissed off when people post their steps on their story I'm like keep it to your fucking self I don't care sorry that, is that really bitter I think I'm just jealous because my steps are so shit but anyway a lot of steps were done at this festival. Well, it's obviously the biggest festival. Like, it's probably the biggest festival in the world. Maybe like that and Burning Man. Um, so yeah, we like, got settled in the teepee and then we went out and like got some food. People said to me before I went that like the glass and brief food trucks, it's obviously just food trucks everywhere. I also didn't bring any like pot noodles or something. I didn't really think that far ahead. I also couldn't be bothered to carry it all because like everything that you bring, you always have to carry in your body. I overpacked like fuck because I thought like it's a fashion show. Turns out I wore the same thing every single day, did not have to bring half the clothes I brought, and I could have brought, like, pot noodles and, like, bananas and stuff, but I also think this is my first time at Like this is definitely, like, a learning curve, I'm also telling you all this, because, like, I'm trying to encourage you to go, and I feel like this is, like, a good, like, I I, I find it really interesting, because I just, like, didn't really know much about Glastemy, like, and I knew people loved it, and I didn't know why, but now I can tell you why people love it, anyway, we, um, got some food, but I thought it was really shit, like. Food trucks can be really good. Like, I've had good food truck food in my time. But, the, like, it was just all so mid. But it was also, like, 16 quid for a hot dog or something. Because they can. Because you can't go to anywhere else to get it. Do you know what I mean? Like, they have no competition. They can make their prices as high as they want. They were doing, like, cans of water. They didn't have bottles of water. So a can of water, which is, like, what, 300 milliliters, was, like, 2.50, 3 pounds. It was crazy expensive. The drinks were really expensive. Also, the drinks, like, I the whole time I was there I don't think I got drunk like I think because you start drinking because then like after we got that food the first day we we, we headed out and I started drinking like went to see some acts and stuff you start at five and like you stay up so late so like your drinking is like spread out for so long that you end up drinking a lot but I just could never really actually get drunk because I didn't bring my own drink because I couldn't be bothered to carry it the whole way through the festival like on the way there because like I'm, I'm a weak bitch I went to PT like for two weeks and i told you all about it and then i never went back i literally paid for like i've still got like 10 pt sessions that i pay for that i need to go to and i just like can't be fucking bothered like i'm like at this point is it worth it like maybe i'll just accept my fate like never be muscly <laughs> but like a lot of people like would bring drink with them to the festival and then they would like bring it in a bottle and then they would go out and they drink it from the bottle and then they would get drunk whereas i was just only buying it from the bar which was a really really stupid idea I think because then I would spend like 20 quid and you could only buy two drinks at a time and then like I could no one else would want to go back to the bar and like buy more drinks with me so basically it ended up that I actually didn't really get drunk the entire festival and I always thought I was kind of the kind of person that would need to be like paralytic to enjoy that kind of thing but it was honestly amazing like I have never seen so many happy people in one place like just like general energy like I've said before I'm not the kind of person that is like I believe in like energy and like like spirits and I don't know fucking know like star signs and shit but and like crystals like I'm not a big like crystal person or anything but I like there was a weird energy in the air and I like people have told me before there's like ley lines or something like something below the earth in the location of Glasserie and there's only a few of these locations in the world that basically like give you like really good energy and it makes everyone happy and I genuinely believe that like that is true or else everyone was an acid like I actually have no idea like there was just like so many happy people and maybe it's because I'm used to like London and like everyone being fucking horrible too but like for example one day I was like a bit hungover it was kind of like two o'clock I was walking back to the tent after getting food on my own and I think I don't have a resting bitch face I've got like a resting sad face like if you ever see me walking along the street you'll be like mm, poor Olivia like is she okay like I'm, I'm okay I just like I just have a bit of a sad face and someone like came up to me and was like hey are you okay and I was like oh like, I was, like, so fucking confused. I was like, why is this random speaking to me? Because, like, if someone came up to me and asked me if I was okay in London, or like, if, I, if I saw someone, like, looking sad and asked them if they were okay in London, and they'd probably, like, fucking hit me. So this person that came up was like, are you okay? And I was like, oh, yeah, why? And they're like, Joe, just wondering, like, are you having a good festival? And I was like, I'm going to cry. Like, I think I might cry. Like, she, like they were genuinely just being nice. Like, everyone's just so nice there. I couldn't get over it. But anyway, like, everyone's just in such a good mood. It could be because it was the first Glastonbury that's been in, like, three years. But yeah, the energy was incredible. Like, I'm not really, like, a more than one day drinking kind of person like I can't really do two nights in a row never mind fucking I was there for like four nights I think and I was able to do it just based on like being so happy like usually when I when I wake up hungover like I'm really like sad and like I actually do like get like quite like not not like yeah I get quite emotional I mean that's just like what a hangover is isn't it like alcohol is such an upper so then like you come down from it and it's just like it's just depressing like I just want to lie in bed all day But then when I got to Glastonbury, like after the first day, I was like, let's fucking go again. Like I was just so happy, like all the time. I mean, I did sleep until like 4 p.m. every day and like that's not what you're supposed to do at Glastonbury. You went to get up at like 10 a.m. and go back on it. But like, I was like, come on, if I'm going to do this for four days, I need to pace myself. Like I need to have a lot of sleep. I was for some reason able to sleep through the like the heavy drum and bass that was playing right beside my tent. Like, I vibrated the bass from the and bass was vibrating me and I was just able to peacefully sleep through it because I was just like I need to sleep if I'm going to be doing this for four days yeah like I I was able to like do it for four days in a row and also stay up so late like everyone was just like so happy like literally stay up well okay that's a lie I literally went to bed at, at like two some nights But like some nights I stayed up until like 4 35 like it was like light by the time I was getting back because most mornings like what time does it get bright it gets bright at like five in summer and like we'd all be walking back to our tent to go to sleep and you would just see some like fuck shit on the way back from like in the mornings or not in the mornings like at night time like obviously it's a festival there's a lot of like hippiness going on there's a lot of illegal things that I did not partake in but um you would just see some really interesting stuff I mean usually like I was saying at like life, you would see people who need like medical help and it's like not okay, like, not not in a good way. Like, they're doing some illegal things, but, like, it's, like, kind of scary. It wasn't like that. Like, I didn't see one person like that at Glastonbury. I didn't even see, like, a paralytic person at Glastonbury, which is kind of crazy. Like, I didn't see anyone, like, on the floor getting, like, medical help from the medical team. Like, maybe I was just in the wrong places, but, like, everyone was just, like... I mean you could tell people were on some shit like on the way back to the tent there was like this man this is like it's getting light now like it is the morning at this point like everyone's just sobered up like not like i I stopped drinking at like probably like two half two and then like by the time i went home i was completely sober but like because i was sober i was just really noticing these these things it was like i wasn't judging them at all i was like as you fucking should like it's glastonbury like go you but they were like fighting but like imaginary butterflies (laughs) There was, like, literal people just, like, the sun was rising. And, like, it was like they were doing, like, Tai Chi. But, like, they were fighting something in the air, but there was nothing in the air. And I was like, I would love to see the world through your eyes right now. Like, I bet you're having a whale of a time. Let me go get a vegan mac and cheese and go to bed, though. Like, you do.
1: Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now.
0: Also just like seeing what people were wearing was so funny as well. Like people come in like full costume. Like people walk past me wearing like a thong. Men would walk possibly me wearing a thong. Sorry, like it was just like like people were wearing such like cool shit. And like here's me. I brought like a fucking like full suitcase. I keep saying fucking. Oh my god, sorry. I need to go on like a swearing ban actually. Um, <laughs> but basically, um, I like brought a full suitcase with like five different outfits in case I needed like spares. I wore the same thing every day. I didn't wear one spec on the first day. I wore some makeup, and then for the rest of the time, I didn't wear any makeup. Like, I, my hair was, like, not brushed. Didn't wear any makeup. I wore a hoodie. I wore, like, a skirt during the day. And then I changed into trackies at night. And, like, I've never cared less about what I looked like. Which is so crazy because there were so many people there. And there were so many famous people there. And usually I'd be like, oh, my God, like, let me do a fucking cut crease. And, like, I just said an effort again. I am going crazy. Anyway, like, did not care at all what it looked like. Um, I didn't shower the whole time. The toilet shower situation was really interesting. So I had showers quite near me. And one day I actually did go to see them to see like what the vibe was. And there was a queue of about 45 people waiting to get the shower. And I was like, you know what? A baby and deodorant will do the job. Do you know what I mean? Like, come on. It's a festival. I wanted to have the full glass and re-experience. I didn't wash once. How fucked is that? I said that again. Oh my God. Guys. I need to like, get a swearing jar and like, put some money into it every time I say the F word. But yeah, I didn't shower the whole time. I brushed my teeth a few times. <laughs> like, actually, grim. It's so grim. Um, and then the, the toilet situation. I personally have never experienced anything like this, but they didn't want... It. It's like an environmentally friendly thing to do with the toilets that they basically didn't have a flushing system. So there was a toilet and then there was a hole and then there was like a pit of shit with there was like no toilet rolls so like you, if you wanted a wipe you had to bring a wipe like a like a baby wipe or something and the only thing to cover the shit was outside there was like some sawdust and you would just grab some sawdust and like sprinkle it over your shit like this was like four days worth of 200,000 people's shit and piss and sick just sitting there and it like the smell oh my god like putrid like Horrible. Also, just didn't even care. Do you know what I mean? I was having that much of a good time. I was like, I fuck it. Like, also, like, like the hygiene. No hygiene. No hand sanitizer. No sinks. Like, I was probably disgusting by the end of it. I was probably covered in germs. Surprisingly, I didn't get sick. I thought I would. Just even from the smell of the shit alone. But despite all the disgusting hygiene, um, which actually was not that like different for me because I literally like when I was in school when I was like fifteen, I used to not shower. For a full week, I used to see how long I could go without showering. My mom would have to force me to get a shower. Isn't that really weird? I've never actually really thought about that before. Like, I think it's maybe because I didn't do sport, but like I just like I feel like I didn't really sweat. No, I could not do that. Well, I actually think I could. No, I couldn't. No, I definitely couldn't. Don't tell me. Despite all that, I had an amazing time. The acts were incredible. I'm trying to think like. The whole thing kind of feels like a blur. Like, I, I'm kind of struggling to think of like the acts I actually went to, but let me try to think of what who was good. I went to see her. I am not a big Olivia. No, I, I think I love Olivia Rodrigo. I'm just saying, I don't listen to her music that much. Like, I appreciate that she's got really, really good music and, like, she's amazing and, like, she's so pretty and everything about her is incredible. But I just, like, never really listened to Olivia Rodrigo, but I was like, you know what? She's all like, let me go see her. Like, it was, like, right beside where I was staying in my tent. So I went to go see her and she was so good. I actually loved her. And, like, it's one of those things that I didn't think I knew any of the words to her songs. And then every time a song came on, I was like, oh my God, I know all the words to this song. Probably from TikTok. She was so good. And she brought Lily Allen and they sang Fuck You to like America and like the government. And I just loved it. It was honestly when Lily Allen came on. I was like, this is the peak of my life. Love Lily Allen. Who else did I go see? Mm, went to see Sugar Babes. Incredible. No, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I was actually about to sit here and lie to you. Let's like through my teeth. I know some sugar babes songs i know push the button and is that it oh can we bring yesterday that one that's it and everyone i was with was like oh my god sugar babes oh, it was my childhood they knew every single word every single song they were all crying like lewis had tears on his eyes like it was like a, a special moment for them and i just had to sit there and pretend i knew all the words i was actually mouthing being like what the fuck is going on like why do i why do i not know the, like any of these songs maybe was it beyond my time 2001 babies or later do you know the sugar babe songs where was I where were they during my childhood maybe I was maybe I'm just too young I mean I probably was the youngest in that crowd there was a lot of a lot of like 35 year olds I also think yeah there was quite like a lot of old not older people they were well actually that's a lie. there was like I literally would see like 70 year old grandparents at Glastonbury they're like demographic was definitely a bit older than like so life. like life was 16 year old and maybe that's why I didn't see so many people actually now I think about it like slumped over like getting medical help because everyone there is like 35 and like isn't kind of on that vibe and maybe that's why like everyone's just having a better time because they're a bit older and it was definitely it was definitely like an older demographic at Glastonbury but still also randomly you would see like people with newborn babies and, like, full-on families at Glastonbury. Like, I think it's, like, a, people do that. Like, they go to Glastonbury with their family. It was just, like, I've just never, ever experienced anything like it before. Like, I'm trying to think of how else I saw. I actually didn't even go see that many people just because getting from stage to stage is so long. And, like, there was... There's obviously people there. Oh, my God, I saw Megan Sally Stallion. She was incredible. She was so good. But, like, she was on at the same time as, like, headliners on the other stage. So I couldn't see the headliners. But I wasn't, like... I wasn't stressed out about seeing these people like i feel like i didn't really go necessarily for the lineup for the music it wasn't like my main priority i wasn't being like oh my god i need to see this person this person this person i was like you know what i'm here i'll go with the flow if my friend wants to go see someone i'll go with them i just want to like chill watch some music and have drinks i wasn't like running from stage to stage to be like let me see my favorite artist and then after like the artists stopped playing what like well the headliners i think they stopped at like 11 maybe then you just kind of like go to clubs and stuff And I would go to this club quite often called the Rabbit Hall. Wait, no, I went twice. Why did I just say that? I went twice quite often as if it's like my fucking... Pub at the corner of the road, like my local, the Rabbit Hole. Um, I went there twice, and it was like you had to. Um, my friend got me in the first time; she was already in there. And then the second time, I don't even know. Like, I feel like you kind of need to know someone to get in, otherwise the queue is about three hours long. But we just like so someone we know like, got us in both times, and it's kind of like, I I feel like it's like kind of like a bit of an exclusive club. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was quite hard to get into, and. Wish I could sit here and tell you all the stories of like in there, but I just feel like it's a bit, like... It's a bit cringe if I sit here and tell you everything because, like, I was, I was a guest in there, do you know what I mean? It's not like I was, like... I don't know. I just feel weird doing it. But, like, one thing I will tell you is I was, like, on the dance floor, you know, at Glastonbury in the club, a member of the royal family just dancing. And I was like, is this a thing? Like, since when did the royal family go to fucking Glastonbury and, like, go to these little clubs? Like, I was just... Like, I saw a lot of... Like, famous people that weekend, not one person, like, I don't really like fangirl over people at all, do I? I think if I saw Storm, no, I actually don't even think, I was supposed to say, I think if I saw Stormzy, I would probably fangirl, but like, I don't really fangirl over many people. Robert Patterson, oh my god, I would, the fucking shit would drop out of my bum if I saw Robert Patterson. Who am I kidding? But I usually don't fangirl at all, but I saw the member of the royal family, and I, I, don't, I don't, I don't like the royal family. Like I'm Irish mum. Actually, I was gonna say like, not them personally, but there are certainly a few people in that ro- family that I dislike. But like I'm not like a crazy like royal is that what do you call it? A royalist? Is that the people that are like weirdly obsessed with the royal family, even though they don't even do anything and they're completely talentless? Oh <laughs> Oh, yeah, but yeah, I just saw her in the rabbit hole and it just like it just like I think it was more like culturally, it took me by surprise. <laughs> it's like fuck, this is so this is a really weird place. Glass right. But that was pretty cool. Anyway, by the end, so it was like Sunday, and obviously, like Kendrick Lamar, who's honestly like he was like the headliner I was looking forward to the most. He was playing on Sunday night, and it got to Sunday morning, and I woke up and like I'm such a fucking pussy. Like I'm just not. I'm. It's not that I was wasn't cut out for it. Like I definitely could have stayed on Sunday night. But it was the thought of leaving on Monday morning. Apparently, it literally took seven hours to get from Glastonbury back to London, which is because on Monday morning everyone's leaving, at, like at the same time. So, like leaving on Monday was just like a lot, and I just like I just I just didn't have it in me to travel for seven hours on a Monday morning after like five days on it. So I left on Sunday and I missed Kendrick Lamar, and I basically went to this hotel nearby. And you know what? It was the best decision of my life. Like it was the nicest the nicest hotel experience I've ever had it probably was because I was just like filthy and I was able to go to the spa have a shower like scrub the dirt off me I had a massage I went in their pool I ate so much food like it was like what I needed to like cure me from that four days I mean shut up I literally saw me like such a little like spoiled bitch <laughs> but it was like it was so nice but I actually yeah I missed Kendrick more. I was able to watch him like I watched him on the tv and he was incredible he looked so good the only thing though like i love seeing music live however the crowd on that main stage like i I was watching on tv the crowd just looked humongous i mean obviously it's catching more. the crowd is going to be huge but like i just know like i if if it was me like i probably would have got there like as soon as he started like i'm not the kind of person who like queues up and i also don't like being Near the front. Like, I, I think it's really stressful. Everyone's like pushing. I i, I don't like it. Like, I don't like being in the, in the heart of the crowd. So, I would have been near the back. And then it's like, you can't even see him. Like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you could see him if you were selling at the back. But, like, at Sugar Babes, I didn't see the Sugar Babes once. I couldn't see them. Like, I was like, I could be listening to this on Spotify right now. I didn't understand why Lewis was crying beside me because I'm like, you can't even see them. Like, what are you crying about? Like, you've heard this 100 times in on your Spotify. Okay, Spotify plug. But yeah, with, with live music, sometimes I'm like, is this a bit pointless? Like, unless it's like a, a smaller venue and like it's a bit more intimate, then I'm just like, I don't know if I'm really enjoying this. But yeah, I miss Kendrick Noir, which is really sad. Gutted. Next time, I'm definitely going to try and do the full like five days and stay to see the, all, all the headlining acts. But honestly, I had the best time ever. Like, can't recommend it enough. I mean, i say this and it's like so impossible to get tickets, apparently. I mean, I've never tried to get tickets, but I've heard that it's impossible. But it was just like, Oh, the energy. I just feel like anyone I've spoken to that was there is like, I'm still not over. Like, how happy I was. Like, oh, I do believe that there's like some sort of spiritual energy underneath Glastonbury and the earth or something. And I definitely want to go back. I really, really hope I have the opportunity to go back because it was incredible. Oh my God, one thing I would do differently is... I basically this is I was literally going to end the podcast but I feel like I'm going to go off on a spiel here sorry to anyone who's listening to this (laughs) but like I always talk about my pill on the podcast like I feel like I feel like my demographic is probably mostly girls so I think it's important that we talk about this kind of thing but remember I was on like carers the pill that you don't take a break on it like just like kind of stopped working for me I basically was like spotting the entire time I wasn't enjoying it I didn't Feel myself. And I also, like, really randomly, I talk about it quite a lot. Like, you know, how I've got like a huge appetite. Like, my appetite is larger than probably anyone I know. And it's only kind of really been like that for the past six months. Like, I've always had a big appetite. Like, I grew up doing a lot of sport. Like, I've always eaten a lot. But, like, it was kind of insatiable the past six months. And it got to the point that, like, my hunger was like kind of controlling my day. Like, I couldn't do things without eating certain things and like I I would have like dinner with a, a boy like in my house like we'd be making pasta we would sit down before he even finished his first bowl of pasta like we and I have big bowls I'd be up again like getting my second bowl of pasta which is completely normal having seconds but then like even after my second bowl of pasta I'd be like I want another bowl like I was just constantly constantly hungry I it was just so weird like I wasn't even doing like any sport. I wasn't even exercising. I wasn't really busy like when I was this hungry. It was just quite bizarre. I had a really, really big appetite. I didn't really think much of it. But then I basically decided to come off my pill because I haven't been off my pill since I was like, what, 14? And like, I kind of like thought about it and I was like, I could be like a completely different person off my pill. Like I could literally be like, my mood because you know it, it can affect your mood I don't know how like accurate that is but like you are pumping hormones into your body like I just didn't really know myself off the pill and I did find myself getting quite upset about loads of things I don't know but then I also didn't want to put it all down to the pill but I just decided you know what let me come off the pill and see what happens like I'm not trying to get pregnant or anything but I was like I, it, it just was not working for me anymore I was just bleeding so much and I was like get me off this like I just want to see what it's like without it So I decided to come off the pill, but I decided to do it like three days before Glastonbury. (laughs) Fucked me up. Like, wow. If I can tell you one thing to do, learn one thing from my experience is do not come off the pill before Glastonbury. Like, especially with those toilets. Like it was, it was a fucking journey. But one thing that I've noticed since coming off the pill, I feel like I've kind of regulated now. My skin didn't get any worse, by the way, because that was something I was really scared of. Because, you know, when you go on the pill when you're younger, your skin kind of clears up. I also think that's just because I was going through puberty. So, like, my skin was going to be bad. Whereas, like, now, I don't think I'm going through puberty. So, like, I probably don't have spots naturally. So that's why my skin wasn't bad. Um, Maybe if I came off the pill when I was, like, 17, it would have been different. But my skin didn't get any worse. The one thing that changed is, My appetite has gone back to normal. That's the only reason I even realised that maybe my appetite before wasn't normal. Like, maybe the fact that I was letting, like, my just, like, constant, like, need for more food, like, control my day, is now that I reflect back on it and, like... I can actually go about my day and like not be thinking what am I having next what am I having next like should I go in here and get a wrap even if I've already had lunch like I was just it was so weird and it's only since I've come off the pill that I've like just started like normally eating like I can have my avocado toast in the morning and not want to have two more slices like sometimes I would literally have like four slices because I was so hungry for no reason and it was like it must have been my I mean this is the only thing that's changed is my pill because now I can have like breakfast and then like go what my day and like maybe have like a little morning snack and then have my lunch like i it's just i don't know it's so weird i mean i was on like a progestogen progestogen progest- 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 only pill whatever you, I, I mean it might not be the, the, like a universal experience for people on the pill but it's definitely like my experience like it's the only thing that's really changed i was kind of shitting myself though because i was like you know you hear stories about people coming off the pill and then their boobs go really small and i can't be affording that because we're working with nothing at the minute, so if they get any smaller, I will literally be inverted. So wish me luck, but I will keep you updated on my journey coming off the pill because I think it's really interesting. Because like, I don't really know anyone that has come off the pill. Like, I, like I, obviously all my friends are like on contraception because they're not trying to get pregnant. I mean, I'm not trying to get pregnant. That's the last thing I want right now. But um. I I, like no one I've really spoken to has like come off the pill so like this is the first time like I've even like heard like like experienced or heard of anyone's experiences so I'm going to share it with you because like also I think the pill like whole concept is just fucked like why why do we have to pump hormones into our body that are potentially like altering our personalities our moods like your appetite because like your appetite is in your brain oh my god Maybe it's like actually altering my brain. That's fucked. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't believe in the pill. I think it's a stupid idea. But also like there's not really, there's other alternatives to not getting pregnant because fuck getting pregnant. But anyway, I just went on a full spiel about my pill for no reason. But I just wanted to keep you updated. I think it's a really interesting journey I'm on. I'm going to keep you updated in my next episodes. But I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I think I'm going to end it here because I feel weird sitting in like a Spotify studio talking about how I'm bleeding. Like I just feel like this is a bit far. <laughs> like anyone who's listening to this is probably like what the fuck i hope you enjoyed this podcast i just wanted to share my experience with Glastonbury because i thought everyone was lying when they said it was amazing because i was like what well, is amazing about like, camping but like all the like all the, like, the positive energy and like the amazing time just like made me forget about the camping and the shitting. <laughs> like, you know how, like, when people give birth, like, you know, it's actually a thing that your brain blocks out, like, the pain and, like, the fucking trauma from giving birth because it wants you to keep reproducing. It wants you to give birth again. It's so, like like well this is what I've read anyway I've never given birth so I can't speak from first hand experience but like you literally do like block out the pain I feel like that's what happened to me at Glastonbury like my brain has just blocked out any of the bad shit because like anytime I think back on it I'm just like I want to go again like that was amazing whereas like I just can't Like I, I don't remember the pain of waking up in the morning in a fucking pool of blood from coming off my bed <laughs> like that is gone like I don't I don't have any memory of that all I'm thinking of is the good time so I'm gonna go back anyway I hope you enjoyed and I will see you in my next episode. Love you. Bye. Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as my producer. Make sure to follow Inner Monologue so you never miss an episode and don't forget to DM me your questions for next week. Lots of love, Olivia.